Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up on today's episode, another installment of What Mormons Believe. Yeah. Uh, this time we're going to be looking at DNC, that's Doctrine and Covenants, 132. Yeah. And that probably means nothing to most of you. And but thank your lucky stars. Um, but um, yeah, for those of you who are familiar and those of you who might be looking forward to hearing about it, it's uh, we're, we're going to be talking about the Mormon um, celestial marriage mm. stuff. Oh, yeah. Eternal marriage is what you'll hear them say more likely. Marriage. Because they don't really do celestial marriage anymore. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So we're going to get into that. But it's for time and all eternity. Yes. They kept part of it. They kept the part that's still legal <laughs> or the part that was ever legal in the United States. And, right. And then the rest of it's just kind of there for show. It's not like the rest is illegal. No. It's just not. It doesn't mean anything. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Well, but yeah, that's something to look forward to in part two yeah, of our, of coming our up, program. Coming up later. All right. So uh, what do you got? Well, um, I'd like to um, take this one straight from the file that I've marked, Man of God, question mm-hmm. mark? Oh, with a question mark. Mm-hmm. This has to do with a, um, let me just pull this up real quick so I can get it right. Uh, the headline from the Salt Lake Tribune says, LDS branch leader booted after sexual assault, assault charge. And then right underneath that, it says, man allegedly groped girl, attacked her mom, bit her, her brother's penis. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that one too. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> now mind sorry. you, it makes me laugh. I, There's something about it that makes me laugh. What's amazing to me is I read it because he, apparently he, well, you do the story yeah, and, then, and then we'll talk about it. I'll do it. Um, so on May 8th, um, Efri Guzman, 46, mm. um, who was a branch, uh, president, meaning, in, in the smaller units, instead of having a bishop at the head of the, the ward, they call them branches, and right. they have a president. So it's like a, it's like a parish that's too small, small. to be a full parish. Exactly. And, so they, and you know, this usually in Utah, if you have a branch, it's because it, they speak a different language. Yes, exactly. So these, these are clearly – this is a Latino branch. Exactly. Um, and uh, – well – but yeah, anyways, uh, it should just be called a Spanish language branch, but whatever. it should. Um, anyways, on May 8th, Guzman knocked on the door of the 13 year old girl's house, um, down in Sandy. And, uh, <laughs> anyways, he assaults her. Um, I won't get into details too much. Uh, he, he grabbed her, hugged her tightly, um, started kissing her on the mouth. Okay. Not funny. Not no. funny at all. No. Um, on August 2nd. Um, so a, a, some time passed, um, a police, uh, oh, no report was filed with the police No, when that one happened because he's their ecclesiastical leader. They don't, you don't report them to the police unless something so abominable has happened, but mm-hmm. you, you try and solve it within the confines of the church or whatever. And then August 2nd, Guzman returned to the house asking to see the girl again. Uh, the mother answered the door, refused to let him see her. And told which, which is to the leave. right which is the right choice. Yeah, uh, you, 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 when someone has knocked on your door and then immediately jumped in and assaulted somebody, yeah. you don't let that somebody back in. So anyway, so he pushes his way in, right. um, starts attacking the girl, rips mm. off her top, um, so forth and so on, um, and attacks uh, the mom. Right, attacks the mom, and then the son 
who's like, if I remember right, is like, he's like 20. Yeah, he's like 20. Um, he comes running in, and Guzman attacks the son, grabs his penis from his boxer so- shorts, um, and, quote, bit his penis, causing severe damage that required injury, according to charged uh, charging documents. Um, and then, of course, he's being held in Salt Lake County Jail, $300,000 bond, all this kind of stuff. But anyways, so what this leads me to, and why I think it's actually <laughs> but, important to bring up... But anyway... Up, Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, I read it and like, first of all, it got forwarded to me, and I think the, the, um, the 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 subject line said LDS penis biter. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, come on. So I was just like, what the hell? And then, but I started thinking about this, and you know, I mean, this goes back to the whole thing of called of God, right? Like, yeah. Somebody, somebody had a good feeling about this guy, mm-hmm. put it and and called called him. To be the, the the branch president, and so I kind of um, I kind of put together a little um, thought, little flow chart thing. Okay. Um, so God calls <laughs> called Joseph Smith to be a prophet. Yeah. Uh, which leads down direct line the prophets all the way down to today. Sure. Right. Um, and then they've called the, all the, the the state presidents who call all the local leaders. So some state president called Guzman. Right. So apparently God wanted this kid's penis bit we, oh, oh. wow that's quite a, <laughs> you your your logic is impeccable i'm i'm going to have to first of all can i just can i just stop for a moment and go and just point out that this man's idea of like how to handle a violent situation <laughs> you've got a 20 year old young man coming at you I know how to I know how to stop this guy in his tracks. <laughs> Let me just get my hand down his pants. And uh, uh, uh hand's not good enough. No, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to bite it. I'm going to yeah. bite his dick. That's yeah. that's what we need. That's that's exactly yeah, what's this needed in this. That's what's called for. There's obviously a lot wrong with this guy. Like but, crazy town wrong. Like yeah, this is like uh, Florida like face. He, he, does, he doesn't I mean, go to like, like yeah. He doesn't go to like, like. I gotta break punch, with reality. I gotta punch this guy. I gotta kick this guy. I gotta get him out of commission. It's like I know what'll really do the trick. Well, what has this guy's life been like? What right? You know, like how how is the so first of all okay sexual assault that's a serious problem. It's never a, but but yeah, you you never yeah you you assume I mean that that that, that people who you know go around sexually assaulting people that they've that they've had something happen to them right yeah uh, you at very you, least you know that something has gone horribly horribly something's awry. gone wrong in, in their life yeah and um most likely some sort of you know the result of some some kind of abuse themselves yeah you'd think but th- this is this is this is, <laughs> this is crazy but anyways i just thought that you know it's because it's not that great of a story for the podcast, I didn't think. <laughs> but then I was just like, no, no. Like, this is absolutely, um, you know, this guy was called of God. See, and I, and I think that's where, where yeah. I wish people who belong to these communities would actually start to see it that way. Where right. They'd be like, oh, well, what what broke down here? Like, I hope that the, because, like, the article also has, like, quotes from the church, mm-hmm. like, Salt Lake Church um, headquarters. Um, saying that, you know, oh, he will be dealt with after, after the law has dealt with him, we will deal with him. And right. Blah, 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 and blah. he's, he's of, of course, course been removed he, from, of from course he's already been removed from all that kind of stuff. Office or whatever. But, um, but that's, you know what, that here's the thing. One of the things that this points out is that if this, if this stuff happens in the Catholic church and Catholics 
don't have just any old buddy to be their priests. You mm. got to go through school. Yeah. There is a training like a and, yeah, and a, a weeding whole, out like, process. process. Yeah. And if, if guys are getting through that process and then assaulting people, now mind you, I guess this goes two, two ways. I'll finish that thought and then I'll get back to this other thought that I'm having now. Mm-hmm. But like if, 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 God, you know, if guys that get through all of that and are still like assaulting people, if you just pick Joe Schmo Lehman, who seems like a pretty good guy out of the congregation <laughs> and just say, because he had a good feeling about it. Yeah. Okay. He prayed and your like, turn. Yeah. Guzman, get up there. <laughs> it's just, a, this is a flawed system. No, it, it's got serious problems. Like just putting regular old people in charge of. Like, they've done nothing. They weren't no. selected from amongst, like, it wasn't democratic, which no, at least you'd no. be like, hopefully you're weeding out the bad apples just from the people. Yeah, I mean, a, on it. hopefully someone in, in, in the area has been like, oh, I had a bad experience. Yeah, and, and we if can it, campaign if it was against democratic, it or something. That's yeah. what it would be. Right. Um, but instead, it's this top down thing. And so people always feel like they can't say anything because Not then only, they're questioning. Right. You know, not only the, can't the, the, they, they feel like they're wrong if they do. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's something wrong with them. And they, I love that Mormons do this. I don't think we've talked about this before. Where when when somebody gets called to do anything, it mm. could be being the bishop of the ward, down to being the the, the librarian who hands the, out materials during Sunday school, right? The, the chorister for the, the chorister children. for the children. Everybody gets sustained, right? Yeah, Quote, the whole unquote, sustained. And all that, and and it has the appearance of being democratic, because they they put the person, they have the person stand up, they announce yeah. that this person's been called, and they say all those in favor, and hands go up. Everybody raises their hand. Any opposed? Never a hand. Never. No one's ever opposed. No one ever opposes. I I grew up in the church. I never saw it happen. I've never seen it happen once. It's a, you know, you, and, oh, you saw it happen once? No, I said I've never seen oh, it. Oh, you happen never? Once. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just one of those things where it's like everyone would be way too embarrassed. Oh, yeah. Who would, who in, like, and this is in the, the big meeting where everybody's there. It was in the sacrament meeting, yeah. And I want to see what happens. <laughs> I want to see what a bishop does when, when they're <laughs> like, are there any opposed? And then somebody's like, yeah. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Does the bishop go, one against and then move on or just like <laughs> oh the eyes have it yeah exactly is it just like oh well he still wins no i'm sure that that person would be called back to the bishop's office right. it would be a very serious discussion right 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 you know but that's so public it's, nobody's gonna do it but and then there's nobody's this psychological thing of of you just consented yeah yeah you that's know, true you're on board whether or not you'd maybe you left your hand down for the in favor mm. but you didn't oppose Right. And so there, there's, there's you consent had, there. You had your chance. You had your chance. To vote. To not. Well, yeah. It's and not yeah, a vote. It's we not know a, it's not it's a vote. certainly not a vote. It's, a, it's an opportunity to sustain this person. You're basically just waving and saying hi. In, oh. your, in your words, did they, did they use the language they? with the uplifted hand? Um, Please signify with the uplifted hand. Did they ever say that in your words? Of the, yeah, something about the... Those, yeah. all those, all those who can sustain this good sister in her calling, please signify with the uplifted hand. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> any opposed? Do like, they say opposed? Is yeah, that the word? They, yeah. 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 Any opposed? It's it's why I, this this is not how these people talk don't in they, their daily life. And then lives. don't they say the voting has been unanimous? Don't they say that? Uh, uh-uh, I've never heard that. Never heard that one. Maybe, maybe they have. 
but I've never heard it. Let the record show that the voting today has been <laughs> unanimous. Except for Brother Smith, and he always votes against, so we just ignore it. We had him leave, yeah. and now the voting has been unanimous. <laughs> Brother Smith, could you please leave? We're going to have another vote. <laughs> We'd like this vote to be unanimous. <laughs> oh Well, hey, speaking of clergy, mm-hmm. uh, let's, let's jump from Mormonism, where the clergy is all from the... Is from the 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 congregation and is and has to have their own money because they're devoting. It's like getting another full time job. Oh yeah, and you don't get paid. Oh yeah, no. And so usually the person that they call to be a bishop in the in the in a LDS ward is uh is a guy who's already making good money. Yeah. So that they don't have to worry about it because bishops can't give their themselves ward ward help. No, Anyone else in the ward yeah. can go up to the bishop and say, "I need help." Our, you know, we're struggling to make our bills. The bishop can't. When I worked in, when I worked for uh, for T-Mobile for the cell phone company, mm-hmm. people would every now and then come in and pay a check that was like from the ward. God. Paying, so that's how they pay their, their bills. W- their welfare system is unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but uh, boy, don't if the state were to run anything like that, my God, it would uh, outrageous. How <laughs> dare they? <laughs> And here they are just like paying people's cell phone bills. Yeah. Come on. It's it's out that's outrageous. You, you, <laughs> how about you get food first, cell phone like distant tenth? Yeah, no kidding. Anyway. Oh my god. I, not my business. Why am, why am I getting involved? It's not my I I'm not paying tithing anymore. Anyway, uh for, jump from that to uh Israel. Mm. Dateline Israel. Oh. Yeah. Uh and apparently an an interesting article from NPR. That actually, uh, I was turned on to by uh, Paul on Facebook. Oh yeah, and it is about um, rabbis who rabbis. are among the wealthiest uh, citizens of Israel. Really? Oh, these gentlemen get paid. Really? <laughs> the really good rabbis, the ones that you really want to seek their counsel or whatever. Those guys are, are millionaires. How do they get paid? Do you pay them for like, hey Rabbi, I need some advice? Yep. You get you you no. give donations and uh and uh then the rabbi yeah. I mean these guys do major speaking gigs. Oh okay. Well they speaking do. gig is one thing. Sure. But uh but yeah, they <laughs> they cultivate celebrity. Like these rabbis aren't just like rabbis. These are these are Big time celebrity speakers and and gurus. I mean, we're talking Tony Robbins and you know uh, Bill Clinton, all wrapped in one. <laughs> Bill, I don't. I was trying to think of somebody else who's pulling down big money for speaking, <laughs> for speaking gigs. engagements. All right, okay. yeah, these guys. Wow, the sixth richest rabbi with an estimated worth of twenty three million dollars. Whoa, for, Forbes ranked one of these guys. Anyway, well, just, it's not easy being a rabbi. <laughs> Oh, I think they it's the easiest deserve, thing in the world to be a rabbi. They deserve every penny. <laughs> every every shekel. Shekel. <laughs> every mite. Oh no. Um well that's yeah. that's kind of bizarre. Like it so is. like you say they cultivate celebrity. I mean, do they do like TV gigs and that kind of stuff? I, like, I get the sense that they do. Do like, they have like, you know, tabloid magazines that follow them and paparazzi with they, they they build the the quote from the thing is that they build their own rabbinic franchises. 
What? Yeah, there's like a it's 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 like yoga. It's like it's like oh, Bikram God. or something. Oh no! You get all these people that they're like, yeah, <laughs> these guys are really they. I'm telling you, I want to be a a religious leader. I know, right? I think I would do a great job. Everybody would get at least par advice, at least on par. Oh, absolutely. And uh, and I'd get paid. And they, they would say that it was good advice. They no would say what. it was amazing advice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, why don't we just delete all the episodes and uh, <laughs> call it, thank God, scrub the internet of, <laughs> of everything, this podcast, and then you can go do that. Or time. just do a different podcast. Or you could convert. <laughs> you could find God. Former atheist Oh my rabbi. gosh. The cha-chings just started going off in my head. Mor- Mor- grew up Mormon. <coughs> turned atheist. Was an outspoken atheist. Out- outspoken. This is our headline. Yeah. Yeah, outspoken atheist becomes religious <laughs> leader. Oh, they would flock to me. Oh, they would love you. Oh, and I and I'd use it. Every, everything Damn, I said to every, when I was an atheist. Oh when yeah. I, when I was in my dark times. <laughs> ladies, and brother, tell us about your dark times, brothers and sisters. Speak about the dark times. <laughs> Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was awful. I had 10% more money. I, I spent Sundays playing and lounging by a pool with alcohol. It was terrible. Sing, Dan. Sing, Dan. Wasn't that what they were saying at the, uh, the, the Grace Calvary? <laughs> oh, yeah. It was sing, Greg. Sing, Greg. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, Lord. Lord. All right. I can, okay. If, if you guys see me out there, <laughs> know that it's a doing sham. It. Just no, right now. I, I would be pretty cynical about that if I were you. If you see, <laughs> if you see me out there preaching, I'd take that with a pretty big grain of salt. Oh, opportunist, <laughs> atheist opportunist turns religious leader. Oh, I like it. Yeah. They're all opportunists. Some of us yeah. are just more, uh, more transparent, honest yeah. <laughs> more, more obvious about it. All right. Um, well, here's one uh, news from Tennessee. This is an update. Um, from a story that we talked about a while back Ooh, Tennessee. in Murfreesboro, <laughs> Murfreesboro, Tennessee, Hooray. the mosque got built. It did. It did get built. Yes. Um, a couple years of delays. Yeah. I, oh, and it looked even, even just like a couple months ago, a few it, months looked, ago it looked yeah. like it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Cause, cause a, a, a court Judge had, got involved yeah. and all sorts of stuff. Well, a higher court, um, kind of you know paved the way for it and so anyways yeah so um it's uh it's it's i mean this is brand new news it's it's barely open um and uh i just thought it was worth kind of bringing up that 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 they that they won uh that they overcame the the hatred and intolerance of their community we shall overcome (laughs) but in arabic we shall well i was also wondering um you know what the um angry atheist response here because you know we're here we are we're two atheists yeah. and we're like oh hey go muslim <laughs> we're like yay it actually and ma- happened. Main, mainly we're we're just happy that some rednecks lost <laughs> right <laughs> well i'm just happy well you know when i heard <laughs> who do I, I like more right. dislike more well it's not even that <laughs> it's, believers or rednecks well the rednecks are believers well that's true too They're the the, the problem for me is that what i like is freedom I like 
the concept mm. that everybody gets mm-hmm. to do what they want and without getting too bugged about it as long as they're not infringing on other people's rights. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, go them. And the, the problem is that they were the ones whose rights were being infringed upon. Yeah. They were the ones that were being blocked for no reason. Right. You believe exactly the same thing as they do, just with different clothes well, yeah, and, a but, di- and different diet. But the um, the rednecks were claiming <laughs> that's where that's the rednecks. Um, they were claiming that um, it's not a real, not a real religion. Where was that? I saw a thing where they were claiming where they were saying, yeah, it's not. A, they don't deserve First Amendment rights. Yeah, for, because. Because not just because it's not a real religion, but because they're a, they have a political goal to take over this country. Right, exactly. That's what somebody said. Yeah, really. Yeah, they have a stated political goal to take over the country. Where where is that? That's the sixth pillar. <laughs> the, the the very infrequently like, talked about like, sixth pillar of it's Islam. Like the thirty second pillar of Islam. <laughs> They've got like it's buried way in the back of the pillars, but it's I mean it's uh, there. It's oh that's a definite pillar. Yeah, that's what they want to do. There were guys uh, apparently. There's apparently right next door to this place in Murfreesboro. There's a uh, there's like a Baptist church or something like that. Oh hey, and uh, yeah, there were people out there in their in their like redneck deck chairs with praying against this place and redneck deck chairs. I don't know. I'm just I, I don't know what they were sitting in. I'm just trying to paint a picture. Oh okay, probably some uh, camp chairs they bought it. The Piggly Wiggly. Right, exactly. Or uh, Kroger. That or, Kroger. Or you remember the one, the old chairs, the old backyard chairs with the mesh, wo- the woven <gasps> mesh? I loved those. <laughs> Why can't you find those anywhere anymore? <laughs> those are great. But they're like, and they had, like, I remember my mom even getting, like, repair kits so you oh, could replace yeah. the mesh. I mean, that was a, it was a standard it was, thing. Oh, it was a staple. I once, I once, <sighs> I once cut the mesh off of one and cut entirely and replaced it with duct tape. Yeah, and made a duct tape chair. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Sticky, probably. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's more. It's more of a concept piece, really, than a chair. Oh. Oh. uh, Oh. Okay. (laughs) Museum piece. Anyway, there are guys sitting praying against the mosque. Just sitting there. Yeah. Just praying. Praying against it. Just like with one hand lifted up. Just (laughs) like head down, (laughs) hand up in the air. Dear Lord, please, please make these these goddamn Muslims go away. Uh, I mean, you damn. The, the, please, please make them all uh, not be here anymore and stop blowing up uh, our things. And yeah. uh, please blow them up. Yeah. Name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of blowing things up, guess what movie I saw last night? What? Was it Dark Knight Rises or uh-huh. something like that? What'd you think? Did you see it? Uh-uh, not yet. Nah. You didn't like it? I didn't like it. Andrea was excited about it. She thought it was really? great. Oh. I have a hard time with batman oh well i like batman i like the old campy batman i don't like you don't like the christopher nolan reboot no okay i do and and i like tom hardy you like that tom hardy don't you yeah the guy that played but the thing on his face was just disturbing as hell well yeah you don't even get to see his pretty little mug no and that's half of what you want to see (laughs) indeed anyway anyway but stuff so, was blown. It was disturbing. <laughs> it was disturbing. I found it disturbing. Mm. It was, stuff was blowing up like it. Yeah, I mean that's just. Disturbing. I don't it, like it, it. Did you find that it was added disturbance because of uh, what happened? Well, there was that moment when um, it, uh, yeah, where there was a lot of like gunfire, mm. and I was like, ooh, wow. It was. I mean, it was. 
it was palpable for me. Like yeah. I, I, I really was quite aware of, of that, but no, 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 there, there was just some pretty disturbing stylized violence in it mm. that I really did not appreciate. Well, if you follow the trajectory of the first two, it had to go in that direction. Well, sure. I'm just but saying. I, again, like, <laughs> not that I loved the violence of the other two, but like, I don't know. I, I can be kind of, I less and less respond well to that kind of violence in movies. Oh, okay. Like if it's war violence, it's a totally different thing, right? Because it's like historic or something. But this is like, it's just somebody dreamt it up. And yeah. it's like just extreme and I yeah. don't I don't care for I'm it. I'm with Anyways. you. All right. The war violence I, I find more disturbing because it's real. War violence is, is, is actually a commonplace thing. Well, yeah. And don't, I mean, don't take what i said as as meaning that i'm not like you're you know, a, moved by why it are you or a pro-war activist it. yeah right you're a hawk um but yeah that's exactly me but no there, there's something um it well it's it it it, it has it serves a purpose seeing it mm. in, in, a, in, okay. a, in a in a in that kind of film whereas it's just so pointless and in these kind of films. I and, and perhaps there is an argument to be made that there's a desensitization problem when you see that much wild violence mm-hmm. on that level. Mm-hmm. As, opposed they, to, as opposed to a war film, which is meant to sensitize you to the violence. You're, mm-hmm. meant, to, you're meant to feel it in a way that doesn't make it right. okay. Right. Yeah, okay. I and mean, that argument l- I may hold some water. Less often sterilized. Or sterilized. Stylized. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That, that I, may hold some water. I mean, who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe the, the guy that shot up... Uh, the cinema in Colorado was affected by by images of 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 stylized violence. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I don't. Who knows? Who knows? We who can't knows? we can't make that claim. Anyway, uh, I'm I'm going to lift the mood mildly, mm-hmm. not not too far because you 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 brought us down pretty far. I'm just saying. Stuff. I'm just saying. It <laughs> bothered me. Yeah, I know. Clearly, <laughs> and it was just absolutely like absurd well, like yeah character shifts and moves and, <laughs> and stuff where like all of a sudden one person who was like i don't want to ruin it for anybody but somebody who was good is all of a sudden bad yeah. and you're just like and somebody who was bad is, it, is, is it all of a sudden good is it alfred that goes bad <laughs> no, i would feel so bad if it was i'm not alfred. gonna ruin it for anyone okay good okay. it's alfred you guys but um That's although right. i should because i didn't like the movie i should just like you should just flagrantly just spoil the movie for anybody who hasn't seen it <laughs> Um, no, don't, because because I haven't seen it yet. All right. All anyway, right. Uh, so I'm going to move on. Can we move on? Or you? Do well, you I'll say a few somewhere? words and we'll see what happens. <laughs> That's a good point. I'm I'm going to move just slightly from Murfreesboro over to Missouri. Okay. Uh, because a big thing happened in Missouri, mm-hmm. uh, which was that they passed a an amendment to their state constitution. Is is that what it's called now? <laughs> That's what I'm calling it. Okay. And this amendment uh, came to be fondly known as the Right to Pray Amendment, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which apparently they felt like they didn't have. Wow. Okay. So what what have they declared? Uh, well, they How- they believe that school children uh, oh, no. should have the right to pray and acknowledge God voluntarily in their schools, and that was the that was the sort of the big thing that everybody was rallying around. Which they already had that right, yeah. But they want it to be enshrined. This is an enshrined right now. Now they can. Now they can pray. You still can't. Like this U.S. Supreme Court has made it clear, you can't force a kid to pray in church. 
Right. Uh, in now, church. Or in, in church. <laughs> in school. I think you can in church. Yeah, you might be able to. Um, the the really cool, the really fun stuff with this amendment is when you start to get to the fact that um, it is a, it's a, you can't violate a child's religious beliefs in school. And what that can end up meaning is that, like, for instance, what they want you to do, what they want it for is so that, like, if somebody wants to teach evolution, the child can say, I don't believe in that, and then, like, have some recourse to either not take that segment of the class <laughs> or whatever. Um, or or there, was, there was a story about how some teacher, and I don't even know that I believe that this actually occurred, but there was a story about a teacher who was... Uh, who was given? Who gave a classroom assignment? Um, what was it? I don't know if I can find it right away. Uh, that was just to like to write a letter thanking Obama for the health care or something like that, or or something. And so like <laughs> okay. they're so they're trying to they're trying to make it so that you can't force kids to actually think liberal thoughts or whatever. But the truth of the matter is that now what they've done is they made it so that if a kid's smart. They can get out of just about anything. Yeah, yeah. Because honestly, that's when I, as a kid, start a religion called My Religions Against Math. <laughs> we're, 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 we're a numerologist. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you are violating, because I believe that math is of the devil. Numbers are the devil's tools. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're violating my rights by trying to make me learn them. Yeah. Give me my degree, please. Give me my, my high school diploma. Well, but you'd have to learn something in its place. Okay. Can I learn Jesus? No. I'll learn... I'll, I will learn art. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm sorry. They've stopped teaching <laughs> art classes. I think you'd be up, up Schitt's Creek. I'm just saying. <laughs> if, if you tried to pull that. Oh, my God. Hmm. Yeah. So, so that's what you got now. Uh, good job, Missouri. Now, uh, you, it's definitely legal to do stuff that it was already legal to do, which yeah, is like for a, kids a, to pray voluntarily. These non-binding resolutions that city councils will pass, right. you know, stating... But this is not non-binding. This is a it's big not, thing. It's not that it's non-binding, but it's... But it also puts it was teachers... It was, it, but it's not pointless. Here's what it puts... Here's what, one of the... Because this has some teeth to it. And what it means is that teachers now... Like, there was a story that somebody told where a teacher had gone and, and stopped a kid. Like, there were kids praying and, and like, in, the, in, like, some weird inappropriate time. Like, it was class time or something and kids are praying. And the teacher was like, look, do that on your own time. Let's just do this. And, uh, and now kids can just pray. And teachers are in the position where, like, you're, you're going to try and stop that when you know that the force of the entire, like... The, whole, the state's like 80-something percent Christian, mm -hmm. and that's, of course, the Christian minority that we're discussing. Sure, yeah. The uh, the, the oppressed un, uh, well, under must attack. must be a numerologist, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. The maybe, they all, maybe all of them got out of math somehow. Because, <laughs> yeah, 83% of the vote. 83% of the people voted for this amendment. That's that, absurd. That doesn't even include any believers who might have just said, mm, maybe this isn't really the right way to go, which there's got to have been some. 83% of these people. Apparently not. Apparently they all this voted in. for it. And the rest of the godless people didn't. It's crazy. I just, I just think of that. That's just nutso.
I, I honestly want to go down there and enroll kids in school and just tell them to go crazy with the claiming everything's religion. Go, go, go pray. Just go nuts. Go pray, kids. Just tell hey, kids. If go you pray. don't want to do anything, you just say it's against their, your religion and I will back you up. Excuse me. I don't want to take a shower after gym. It's against my religion. I need to pray. I'm going to pray this sweat away. I'm going to pray. Um, excuse me. I don't do in-class or homework materials because i'm busy praying after school duh i pray what do you do after school i am against pen pencil and computer technology in my religion (laughs) we can't do that you want me to touch this pencil i can't excuse me while i respond to this text (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) i am only allowed to touch cell phones And iPads, oh my but God. not for homework. Hey, a lot of schools are going to iPads. They better watch out. Yeah. Yeah. You better not have a religion that's against iPadery. No, because you'll be left out. You will. It's so much fun. <clears throat> All right. Anyway. Well, um, I think, yeah, we meant, did we mention that it's Ramadan? Ramadan. 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 Ramadan ding dong. Um, Obama. Uh, is it still? It is Still, yes, I think so. Okay. Um, because this article is not old. Um, mm. Obama hosts Ramadan dinner <laughs> at the White House. I do like the and, phrase Ramadan dinner because it and, just sounds uh, like, it just sounds fun. And for those of you who don't know, during the month of Ramadan, um, it is a month. It's a calendar month. Um, it's not a, a lunar month? Well, yeah, it's lunar. Okay. But it's a calendar. Anyway. Okay. Um, and so, so anyways, uh, during the month of Ramadan, um, Muslims fast during the day. Right. And, uh, they then have these big feasts <laughs> after the sun goes down. Yeah. Um, and these feasts are called, they're, they're, it was either iftar or ifta, something like that. Mm. Um, and, uh, it's a big deal. Ramadan is, I mean, it's a, it's you know, it's supposed to be a very spiritual time for Muslims, but they also like have these big parties, mm. these iftar parties after yeah. after the sun goes down. They also um, will set the clock super early so they can eat right before the sun comes up. Sure, sure. Well, I would. <laughs> yeah. Hell oh, yeah, yeah, I would. Absolutely. And then go back to bed. I would be eminently aware of when the sun when oh. when the sun was going to be out. Absolutely. Um, and so, anyways, um, I just thought that you know Obama hosting a Ramadan dinner. We'll have a certain ring yeah. for certain uh, certain members of our... Depending on how much traction... I haven't heard of this, mm-hmm. so so far it hasn't gotten much traction. Mm-hmm. But I, the, with as nasty as the, as, the, as the politics are getting right now, I wouldn't be surprised to see like a, <clears throat> some super PAC supporting Mitt Romney coming out with an, a TV commercial that's like, Obama had a, you know, supports the Muslims. But how does he? But he doesn't like the Christians, or you know, just something. Well, I mean, all they have to do is just keep suggesting that he is Muslim, right? A secret Muslim, right? Because he went to a madrasa, right? As a kid, it wasn't really a madrasa, but it was a it was a, an Islamic school. Sure, okay. There is a difference, but okay. Yes. Nonetheless, um, he attended an Islamic school. Yes, um, and so there's all these these links. Yeah, you know to. It's- his the, middle the, name the, is Hussein. Hello. Hello, people. Why can't people see it? That's what I, I don't understand. It's shocking. It's so obvious. It's that clear. This, that that man is just pretending to be Christian. 
well, and obviously. pretend like his poor children. Because <laughs> no good Christian would ever be a Democrat. Yeah. Well, he's obviously a very good Muslim man, having made sure that he has a veiled Muslim wife. Right. Yeah. And that his two daughters are veiled and, and it, all and of that. So he, he's obviously he's he is he, he is in deep cover. He clearly right he must be in deep cover because <laughs> he he doesn't he Apparently eats non-halal meat. Yes. Okay. True. He is a bad Muslim. If he is a Muslim, Allah is pissed with that guy. Yeah, he's a bad Muslim. He's a horrible Muslim. <laughs> like the worst Muslim ever. <laughs> Someone should write a book about him called The Worst Muslim Ever. Oh, that'd be a good book. Or a book about me called that, I suppose. You could write that book about a lot of people. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, apparently, and this may be the reason why it's not getting a ton of traction, but I just, I just figured that some idiot would be crowing about this. Um, it's not like Obama was the first one to have a, a Ramadan dinner at the White House. No. So, no. um, Bill Clinton, both, both Bill Clinton and George W. Bush did the same thing. W did it too? W did it as okay. well. Yeah. I would so, assume he would. I mean, it's yeah. just one of those things. It's one night. You yeah. don't have to do a lot. No. It is interesting that they don't wait till the end of Ramadan and do the big feast thing. Well, that's probably more for families and whatnot. So yeah. he's just kind of slipping in there in the middle. Sure. Acknowledging the existence of Muslims in this country. Yeah, because yeah. the big, but you know, the day of the the ending of Ramadan is a huge celebration. Oh yeah, well they it's, can eat again. Yeah, it's it's Mardi Gramadan <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> oh, my poor little Muslim student is always just like she comes into class and she just looks so <laughs> so and like just exhausted actually, <laughs> and uh, the other. The other kids will be, I mean, topic of food will come up or, uh, or they'll be they'll snacking. have a snack, uh, right? And I'm always like, everyone, you know, just be nice. Uh, Maybe you should like be considerate. Be considerate. Just think about, think about her. Yeah. She's fun. It's her stupid choice to be in this stupid religion. She should just I mean, she deal with it. Grew up in it. Not a lot of choice. That's true. So. I mean, at this point, she should be about to make a choice, but I don't know if she will. I wonder if the rednecks in Murfreesboro will ever catch on to the whole Ramadan thing and just go and eat in front of their uh, oh my their God. Islamic neighbors. Have a barbecue. <laughs> yeah. In front of a mosque. Right in day, a daytime barbecue right out in front That's of the mosque. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> that makes me angry. You just made me an angry atheist, man. <laughs> I like it. I like this idea. If you're going to be pissed off and you want to you really piss off the... the uh, the Muslims do that. Just go and have have pork. Yeah, just, just fry up some pork yeah. on your grill right in front of their thing. Make it smell real good. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. It's terrible. Uh, okay, so terrible. Sp- speaking of terrible, what? Uh, you know, we have spoken to this guy Brian Fisher before. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's of the American Family Association. Which oh hey, that's you nice. know I the uh, funny don't they thing have is, insurance. I fe- <laughs> that's a different. Oh, that's a different American family thing. You know, mm. it's funny because I I'm pro family. I like people to have families. I don't. Okay, I'm anti-family. Yeah, I know, but I'm I'm not. I I I dig on the families, but boy, I see the word family associated with a with an organization. You know, it's bad. I there's that's gonna something go wrong. Bad is something down very the pike. bad. They don't they don't believe in family. They believe in hating somebody. <laughs> You're not about family. Who do you hate? Yeah. You, you tell me who, tell me who you hate. Put it front and center. Right. We are the anti-gay coalition. Right, exactly. You know. Yeah, if it says family, it means we hate queers. 
something that's along those all lines. that means yeah there there are others yeah aren't there i don't know Fa- I, I think family is code word for queer for hating well, the queer hating queer yeah. right so i mean there may be there are other organizations that are code words for hating other things hmm. like the american you see christian think that family would be like tied to like abortion yeah. anti-abortion yeah i think things? so oh, that's probably children yeah, or, or or the uh, babies or Christian. Christian. I think the word Christian is abortion. Christian Children's Christian, Association. Christian something is is code for abortion. Family is code for gays. The, Christian, we should write a Christian whole thing. babies ministry. <laughs> Christian zygote ministry. <laughs> oh, the poor babies. Poor zygotes. Well, Brian Fisher wants to save the babies. <gasps> From the gays. What? Yeah. Oh, double he, duty. Apparently, he, he was. He's been sending out tweets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's been tweeting. Uh-oh. Uh oh. And uh, one of them, in one of them, he called for a quote underground railroad to deliver innocent children from same-sex households. Dear God. So he's advocating the kidnapping of children. Kidnapping children from who are legally. Yeah. Perhaps even biologically. That's why it has to be an underground railroad, Frank. The slaves were legal too. <laughs> but clearly it's morally wrong, so we got to get them out. Yeah. Get them out. Well, why don't we set up an underground railroad to get kids out of Christian homes? <laughs> <laughs> There's competing railroads happening here. Everybody's getting kidnapped out of we're everybody pla- else. We're placing them in queer homes. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. It's just back and forth. It's, just a, it's, it's a carousel. It's, it's, it's an underground carousel. Understand. <laughs> and then you end up in a new home, and then somebody kidnaps you out of that and puts it in another <laughs> oh, home, God. and then you get kidnapped out of that and placed in another well, home. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I don't care what you what you believe. The enslavement of human beings. <laughs> <laughs> Is doesn't is a, is a little different, and freeing people from right. enslavement. Even if you feel like, even if you feel like because a kid being people, raised by gay by a gay couple is hurting them on some level, right. you can't possibly think that it's as bad as someone who's been enslaved. People, people, you know, um, you know, pull guilt trips on their kids, like, oh like, yeah, um, Christian should, should households you be, like, are beating saving them from like Jewish households. Right. <laughs> for the guilt <laughs> oh yeah yeah exactly <laughs> why don't you call your mother you've been you've been kidnapped for two weeks and you haven't even called <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah these yeah. so the, yeah this guy's a peach apparently he's he was tweet, one of his tweets was referring to uh the story of a, a woman named Lisa Miller who, uh, after declaring herself ex-gay, mm. kidnapped her daughter away from uh, away to Central America from her former partner mm. to keep her former partner from having any custody. Wow. I mean, people, people kidnapping their kids from their former partner or spouse is actually nothing new. No. And it, 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 what's, fun, what's sad is that it's always the wrong parent. Yeah. The right parent wouldn't dream of kidnapping their child. <laughs> but might end up having to. Right. Well, yeah. In order yeah. to get... Yeah. The, the they don't think of it of, first. No. That's <laughs> not where they it, jump they to. They come to that conclusion 
second. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, that's, that's sad. Uh, the phrase ex-gay is, Amazing. is one of the saddest phrases on the planet. Lisa Miller. Lisa Miller. That wasn't that woman here in Salt Lake, was it? Who moved to like kansas or missouri um let me think let me see Wasn't what i can find lisa, because when you said lisa miller no, i know they totally... had they, they were in vermont it was oh, a, it was okay. a legal it was a civil union so it was oh, legal okay. okay okay so they so she so she was getting away from an actual like legal entanglement oh wow because if they if they didn't have a legal civil union if one of them was the biological mother she just gets it sure yeah that's true and if neither of them well, are, then I don't know what the. Then you have to look at the. Depends on how the adoptions and right, everything have exactly. Been done, you know. Yep. So interesting. Why do you gay people have to complicate everything? I know. It's so much better when we know for a fact that the woman, that the mother, always gets the child because she's always the more fit parent, and it's always a man and a woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's. That's how it, there's that's how it was less, thought of less for, factors, I suppose. Yeah, few, fewer factors. <laughs> so that makes it simpler. That, yeah, yeah, exactly. That, yeah, yeah. And uh, and if we can just rely on completely unreliable sort of ideas of what happens instead of like worrying about the truth of each individual fucking case, Jesus maybe we could Christ. get some stuff done in this What's country. Wrong with these people, right? Come on, get off it. Yeah, people. exactly. All right. Um, you can find us at TGI Atheist on Facebook and Twitter. You sound sad when you say that. Oh, well, it's, it's, it's a good there. thing. It's good. We should be excited Get about it. Get on Facebook, guys. Yeah, we now we... have a lot of likes. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting, we're, we're in the 120 zone. Somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's still not. <laughs> well, we're, we're not yeah. Facebook celebrities or anything. No, 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 no. no. But yeah, you, but there's some fun, there's some fun, uh, conversating that happens on the facebook or you can uh or or you know twitter are you have you been tweeting at all it like does auto tweets it's supposed to like <laughs> whatever activity happens on the facebook is supposed to go over to twitter i better make sure it's still doing that yeah anyway uh but you can do the twitter thing you can follow us if you want if to you follow you'll get the update that's true am i going to interact with you probably not <laughs> we don't, like, do. don't tweet me we're not don't, twi- we're yeah. not twitter yeah. People. But, but if but, you follow the feed, you'll get the links and you'll get that kind of stuff. Right. But because also that stuff automatically all just goes over. You know, people have been emailing. We've been getting some mm-hmm. good emails. And the email address is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. And our voicemail number is 424-666-TGIA. That's 424-666-8442. And we somebody, love... Somebody called to, and left a voicemail and it was just nothing. Yeah, it was creepy. It was just nothing. That was creepy, whoever you are. You, you, yeah. You not creepy, not creepy like we're scared. Oh, I was scared. <laughs> I, I was, I was, see, they'd need strangely... to, strangely, they'd need to have been breathing into the other end for me to be scared. <laughs> it was just, it was just nothing. It was just like 15, 20 seconds of nothing. Just silence. Well, why can't I read into that? Okay, read into it. I'm That's reading fine. into it. I, think I, I read into it and they just afoot. chickened out. Or, if you were talking and it wasn't recording, <laughs> right? Yeah. we didn't get your message. Yeah, so, so please call back. So yeah, you. But yeah, call that number. That's um, fun. All right. Well, let's take a quick break and we'll listen to. Uh, this is going to be another. Uh, it's like our go-to guy, really, lately. Well, that's because he's he's good, <laughs> and he and he keeps saying things, and the things that he keeps saying are what he says are patently absurd. So here we go. <laughs> Is it, is it satanic? Is it some spiritual thing that people who are atheists, <clears throat> they hate God, they hate the expression of God, 
and they are angry with the world, angry with themselves, angry with society, and they take it out on, on innocent people who are worshiping God. And whether it's a Sikh temple or a Baptist church or a Catholic church or a Muslim mosque, whatever it is, I just abhor this kind of violence, and it's the kind of thing that we should do something about. But what do you do? What do you do? Well, you talk about the love of God and hope that it has some impact. Oh, Pat Robertson. That guy is just a peach, isn't he? Yeah, he comes up with some pretty, uh, pretty fun stuff, got to say. It's our fault, Frank. As yeah, a, as atheists, oh, hell yeah! I mean, people shooting up of, everything because of atheists. A skinhead <laughs> who skinheads are Christian. are not atheists. We know that much, and they are a are Christian, right? Um, because shot up a Sikh temple, be, right. but because of atheists, it was atheists' fault. Because and this is this is good too. Because we hate God, right? Because every we because most people make it a practice of hating something that how they don't it? even believe exists. But how, <laughs> I usually like for instance I I go, I hate the I go, idea of God. How's that? I go out of my way to hate uh, the tooth fairy, mm. and such a bitch. And I hate uh, you know Doctor Octopus. I don't like that guy at all. Mm. Asshole from, from Spider Man. And, and I hate Spider Man too. I'm just gonna hate. All things that are fictitious, oh, good anything for you. that I don't ex- believe exists, I hate. Good for you, Dan. That's a, you're taking a stand. Yeah, you're taking a stand. That's that's awesome. And I was inspired to do so by Mr. Robertson. Well, right, cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I just, I, you know, it's and it's funny. I, I posted the thing on Facebook about this, but I, I just not on our Facebook page, on my own personal Facebook. Page. Oh, well, why are you talking about it then? Because I'm going to make the point that I made when I did that, <laughs> which is that you know it, it's. It's not that I can I don't think that we can blame these people these people's Christianity for their attacks on these on you know on these things. Mm. I mean we we don't know about about the two recent most recent guys, but we know that like Timothy McVeigh was a big Christian guy. Oh, I mean yeah. We, like so but you can't blame Christianity for that. But these guys want to blame us. I'm sorry. You you can't come after me. <laughs> For the action of these guys. No. Uh, anyway. But I do want to be clear that even though most of the people who commit atrocities like this. Matter of fact, I would say most of the people who kill random large numbers of people for, for no apparent reason are doing it out of... They have some sort of God belief. Mm. Whether they're Muslims blowing themselves up in the middle of a square or mm. guys running into a theater shooting... Mm. Most of them have a God belief, mm. but I don't blame, I don't blame the church for that. Well, maybe Islam is a little lax on cracking down <laughs> on the, on people who do stuff like that. But, oh man, it's just, you know, and the other thing is I love this. I loved Robertson's solution to the problem. I'll teach people about Jesus. Yeah. We just talk about Jesus and hope that something good happens. Yeah. That's, that's a Good move. I mean, I think we. I think we should address all societal ills that if, way. If only somebody had tried that for centuries <laughs> and seen if it works. If only someone had tested that theory, yeah, yeah. Ma- many millions of times over, just yeah. to see if it works. But at least then, if we use his strategy, we don't have to talk about actual failings in our society. Mm-hmm. We don't have to talk about disenfranchisement of the outcasts or. Right. Or segmentation of society or, mm. you know, 
us versus them mentalities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We don't have to talk about any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just God and and Satan. Mm -hmm. That's all we have to talk about. Yep. 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 Yeah. We haven't been talking enough about the Bible. No. And we're not going to today either. No, we're going to talk about the Book of Mormon. No, No, we're going to talk about the Doctrine Doctrine and Covenants. Covenants. Okay, you better explain what the hell the DNC is. So, the Doctrine and Covenants. So, guys, you've heard of the Book of Mormon, right? Oh, we've all heard of the Book of Mormon. Mormon. And you've heard of the Bible, Mm -hmm. right? Um, The Bible has the Old Testament, the New Testament. Yeah. And then, so so what's interesting is the Bible, I've heard Mormons say this one. Um, So, the Bible has the Old Testament and the New Testament, and then the Book of Mormon is another testament. That's three testaments. Of Jesus Christ. Right. Um, and so, <laughs> but then Mormons don't just stop at the Book of Mormon. They no. also have other books of scripture. Now, to be clear, the Book of Mormon was not written by Joseph Smith. N- not according to lore. Right. Yes. It was written by ancient uh um, Mesoamerican peoples. Yes. Who were supposedly, allegedly, um, descendants of, um, immigrants from Israel. Right. So, and they're all scribbling on, uh, gold plates, plates of gold. Yes. Metal scribbles. Metal. Yes. Um, <laughs> which strangely portable. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. Yeah. You can get that around. <laughs> And then, so, and, and, anyways. but so Joseph Smith just translates, he translated the those. book of Mormon, right? But not the doctrine and doctrine covenants. and covenants. This is straight from the mouth of God through Joseph Smith. He is writing down <laughs> his... the image that I just got. I can't even share with you. It's so okay. bad, but this is revelation. I'm just going to say it's like folks. human centipede-esque. I'm just going to, okay. Oh God. Uh, it's, uh, it, this is evolution, evolution. <laughs> it's not evolution. <laughs> it's revelation. Yeah, there they're we go. similar, similar sounding ish, yeah. I guess. I don't know how my brain mixed those two up. Um, it's revelation. Yeah. It's revelation. God talking straight to him. And, and so English is the first language yeah. of this book. The one that we got is not even, doesn't need to be translated. Does not need it's to be translated. In the right language to begin with. Yes, absolutely. English is, it, yes. Um, and then there, there's another book, which we don't need to go into any detail on. It's called the Pearl of Great Price. And it's just sort of this hodgepodge melange of things I didn't know where to play. Right. Um, but, um, so the Doctrine and Covenants. Including biblical, in- oh, including a, like, Joseph Smith retranslated. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't do translate. He read the English and was like, oh, it should have been written like this. Um, yeah. He did that to the Bible. And then he did a whole addendum, a whole new section of the Bible. It wasn't meant the book of Abraham. Mm-hmm. It yeah, wasn't meant true. to be uh, part of the book of Mormon. No. It's a book that somehow got forgotten in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And thank God Joe Smith came up with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He's a good guy. So um, so what we have going on here um, is this is like the book of all the rules and this is the modern day how do you how do you live and be good with God yes sort of thing yeah um, and uh, this is this is where the the don't drink coffee comes from exactly that yeah. sort of thing um, it's the doctrine and covenants is divided into sections mm-hmm. that's important and then verses section um, and verse section and verse. Um, Doctrine and Covenants 132, which is toward the end of the book, um, is, um, deals with, th- this is where the whole polygamy thing comes from. 
is mm. 132. But what you have to remember in early Mormon parlance, plural marriage was just called celestial marriage. Right. Right. Um, and it's let, let's quickly talk about this. Um, Mormons believe in three heavens, basically, or three levels of heaven. Right. Um, there's the celestial kingdom, which is the highest. Yeah. Um, and this is where God lives and yeah. those who follow his full law. And it has the best water parks. Yes. Then you have the terrestrial kingdom. Right. Ter- um, terrestrial. Terrestrial. Meaning, yes. meaning earthly, but strangely, that's not what ends up happening. No, not that at all. word it's, means that, but, but, but don't got think misused. That. Um, and the, it's more for people who, who lived a good life. Mm. Um, maybe they didn't have the fullness of the gospel. Mm-mm. Um, but, uh, they, yeah, they, they were, they were decent folk, decent folk. And then you have the telestial kingdom and those are for people who followed carnal law. These are bad people. These are, these are adulterers and fornicators and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Hitler. Hitler. Yes. Hitler gets uh, one of the degrees of glory. Yeah. Yes, he does. Telestial kingdom. Telestial kingdom. And you know what? And, and, and by the way, we're not talking about hell here. No. We're talking about what Joe Smith def- defined the telestial kingdom as being a, a, a glorified version of earth. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. We're not fire. It's, and br- it's, it's not it's fire like, and brimstone. It's nice. It's nice. You, you think uh, you, let's say you grew up Christian. Hmm. Your idea of, of heaven, it's probably right around there with the celestial. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because Mormons take this whole heaven thing way far. Oh, okay? yeah. Um, and so, and also of note, then, um, is that Mormons don't believe in hell. Right. Um, the closest thing they have. The closest thing they have is they refer to as outer darkness. Right. Um, and outer darkness is reserved for only those who denied Christ. And having known him, having known him, yeah, right. Um, so, so even Judas, even you and I who deny Christ all the damn time—that's not denying Christ. We're not denying Christ right. in the sense in, 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 in the, the sense outer, of, like, darkness outer darkness sense. We are bound for the celestial kingdom. Oh, I think I can get terrestrial. You think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't have enough sins on my card to get I up there. No, Dan, I think your non-believing ways would put you in the celestial. But I'm so nice. Doesn't matter. I think there you'd need to like acknowledge some God in there I somewhere. Think God knows the content of my heart. Anyways, <laughs> okay, good. Um, all right, so um, I thought it'd be fun just to uh, read through some of the verses and just like hear your reaction, Dan, because mm. you you said that you weren't that I, familiar. With I didn't. It. I didn't study up for this one, so yeah. I'm just going to respond. Up, I'm going to be proxy for all of oh, our listeners. And also, what's what's really important? Um, it's it's um. You need to just remember that this was the case for plural marriage. Right. And um, Emma, Joseph Smith's wife. One of Joseph Smith's wives. Well, the first one. The first one. She was not happy no. with this idea. No. Oh. <laughs> okay. So I would also like to just call DNC 132. Um, Emma, please let me have sex with other women. <laughs> Um, no, Emma, you have to let me have, God says you have to let me have sex with other women. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. By the way, uh, ladies and gentlemen listening, if you're not familiar with Mormon scripture, I'm going to give you, let's let, get your, get out your Mormon scripture bingo cards. If you mm. hear the word verily, mm. that's uh, that counts as anything in the B column. <laughs> okay. If you hear the word 
It, the phrase, it came to pass, that's probably less likely in DNC. Maybe less likely in the DNC. But you'll hear a plenty of verilies, and, there will I, be verily. and, and I say unto yous, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so let's let's go probably, on. Probably also, I, now I am looking at the page, but some of the words that are standing out to me, exceeding. <laughs> exceeding, <laughs> They yes. like the word exceeding. They do. Um, that, that makes what's it another fun. one? Verily, verily, obviously. Um, oh, yeah, you can, oh, you can double up your verilies. Oh yeah, oh. you don't need just one verily. Oh, sometimes there are multiple verilies. You can you can yeah. you can double those up, double down on your verilies. Okay, so I want to start with verse fifteen. I'm going to read a couple of them here. I'll kind of stop and feel free, Dan, to just jump in. Okay. Um, therefore, if a man marry him, hmm? therefore if a man marry him a wife in the world, and he marry her <laughs> not by me. Oh wait, that's the other thing. Sorry, if you hear really crazy grammar. <laughs> That's another thing. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. If a man marry him a wife, go on. Uh, in the world, and he marry her not by me, nor by my word. And he covenant with her, so long as he is in the world and she with him, their covenant and marriage are not of force when they are dead. And when they are out of the world, therefore, they are not bound by any law when they are out of the world. Meaning? Meaning? Me and my wife, mm-hmm. because we weren't married in the temple. Exactly. Uh, once we're dead... Our marriage is over. Exactly. <laughs> Which is yeah. kind of what we assume anyway, but okay. Right. Um, but also of note, in the lower two kingdoms, um, they are you know, separated by gender. Oh. So you wouldn't even be able to go find her. You wouldn't even be able to like go hang out with Andrea. Meaning I've got to become, figure out how to be gay. Right. But by the time so I that's die. That's really good for me. Yeah, that yeah. works out perfect. <laughs> Joseph Smith wasn't thinking about that. No. Um, But anyway, so on to 16. Therefore, when they are out of the world, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are appointed angels in heaven, which angels are ministering servants to minister for those who are worthy of a far more and an exceeding and an eternal weight of glory. You get butlers. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's fun. For these angels did not abide by my law. (laughs) Uh, therefore, they cannot be enlarged, but remain separately and singly without exaltation in their saved condition to all eternity. And from henceforth are not gods, but are angels of God forever and ever. What this means. So these are the people that didn't follow Christ in the uh, in the pre-existence. Mm-hmm. So they didn't get to have a body and get yeah. to be like us. Right. But they now, get to be in the serving class of heaven. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> indeed. In the in the tertiary economy yeah yeah exactly um the service economy it's it's still heaven they're still in heaven they work in the call center but they're just yeah they're you know (laughs) it's an upstairs downstairs sort of deal (laughs) they're the downstairs yes yes um make make me some ambrosia oh my god um and this is important um mormons have been really downplaying this whole becoming god's thing Mm -hmm. lately um obviously they want to see mainstream they've got mitt up there running right um and they need to be downplaying the whole thing um the the earlier part of dnc 132 it was it was amazing i mean it's, it's saying you will be gods you will this you will that i mean this is this is scripture mm. and there's no way around it no um anyways um okay i think that was um oh 19 verse 19 i wanted to read and again verily i say unto you if a man marry a wife by my word which is my law and my new and everlasting covenant and it is sealed unto them in the holy spirit of promise 
by him who is anointed unto mm-hmm. whom I have appointed this power and the keys of this priesthood. And it shall be said unto them, ye shall come forth in the first resurrection. And if it be after the first resurrection and in the next resurrection and shall inherit thrones, kingdoms, principalities, and powers, dominions, all heights and depths, <laughs> then shall it be written in the lamb's book of life that he shall commit no murder whereby to shed innocent blood. And if ye abide in my covenant and commit no murder whereby to shed innocent blood, it shall be done unto them in all things whatsoever my servant hath put upon them in time and through all eternity and shall be a full force when they are out of the world. And they shall pass by the angels and the gods, which are set there to their exaltation and glory in all things, as hath been sealed upon their heads, which glory shall be a fullness and a continuation of the seeds forever and ever. What the fuck did you just say? (laughs) Was there an end stop anywhere in that shit? (laughs) Jesus Christ, it's like the longest, worst run-on sentence Uh, in the planet, and nothing was said. um, The first (laughs) period is yeah at the end of it that was that, one sentence that whole thing was, that one, was one sentence that is so oh my okay i want to punch everybody <laughs> i literally couldn't pay attention i could not continue to oh, pay yeah. attention. i mean it's you just uh, it just turned into church blather oh my god i'm sorry so what, did, what what the hell did you just say well that's the whole you need to be married in the temple in the temple by someone who has the sealing power that's what he was saying. That's, the, all of that was just for that. More or less. And don't what's, kill What's that stuff in the anyone. murder thing in I the know, middle of it? I don't know what that's all about. the hell does that have to do with anything? Don't, we don't already, murder. Don't murder. We already know not to murder. <laughs> that's in the top 10. <laughs> you kidding me? All right. So verse 34 I thought was also interesting. God commanded Abraham and Sarah. Oh, wait. God commanded Abraham and Sarah gave Hagar to Abraham to wife. And why did she do so? Because this was the law. Oh, here it and comes. from Hagar sprang many people. This, therefore, was fulfilling, among other things, the promises. Was Adam, <laughs> therefore, under condemnation? Verily I say unto you, nay, for I, the Lord, commanded it. You said Adam. You meant Abraham. Oh, did I? Mm-hmm. I think so. Was, was yeah. Abraham, therefore, under condemnation? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Abraham was commanded to offer his son Isaac. Nevertheless, it was written, thou shalt not kill. Abraham, however, did not refuse, and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. Oh, my God. Abraham received concubines, and they (laughs) bore him children. And it was accounted unto him for righteousness, because they were given unto him, and he abode in my law. As Isaac also, and Jacob did, none other things than which they were commanded. And because they did none other things than that which they were commanded... They have entered into their exaltation according to the promises and sit upon thrones and are not angels, but are gods. (laughs) Okay. And it's like, and he goes through. It is such, it is so obvious. He is, he is, he is is laying out the case for setting out. Yeah. He is literally like making point by point argument Mm -hmm. so that he can say, by the way, did I just hear you use the word abode as a past tense of abide? Uh, let me do a, a I swear, find on I that swear page. that's what that said. Abode. And he abode. And he abode in my law. Yes. Isn't that what, the, what he's trying to do there? Uh-huh. That is not how that works. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, okay. I just looked it up. Apparently it is an archaic past of abide. Mm. Okay. 
Yeah. Way to go. And Wait. Joseph Smith liked anything. He loved archaic. It, okay. yeah. it, it made him sound all fancy. And this is a continuation of him still just trying. He's laying on thick here. Right. David also received many wives and concubines, and also <laughs> Solomon and Moses, my servants, <clears throat> as also many others of my servants yeah. from the beginning of creation unto this, until this time. And in nothing did they sin, save in those things which they received not of me. David's wives and concubines were given unto him by me, by the hand of Nathan, my servant, and others of the prophets who had the keys of this power. And in none of these things did he sin against me, save in the case of Uriah and his wife. All right. And therefore he hath fallen from his exaltation and received his portion. Right. And he shall not inherit them out of the world. For I gave them unto another, saith the Lord. Now this is getting into some interesting He's stuff. He's like, this guy didn't fall because he was, he had multiple wives. He fell for another reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't the wife thing. Mm-hmm. I want to be clear on this. Mm-hmm. And so now it says, I am the Lord thy God, and I gave unto thee my servant Joseph an appointment, and restore all things. Ask what ye will, and it shall be given unto you according to my word. And this is where it starts in on what, what is common. We're going to throw out the cult word here. Mm. Uh, what's common in a lot of, lot of cults and religious movements, small religious movements of the 19th century, mm-hmm. um, which is um, the cult leader would um, claim authority to, like, swap around husbands and wives and whatnot, right? Yeah. And he would claim, like... tell you who you can marry and who who you can't. Who you can marry, who you can't. He would say that he could have sex with whomever. Mm -hmm. This was was not just Mormonism. Sexual politics is huge in religion. Yeah. And so here we go. And as ye have asked concerning adultery, verily, verily, I say unto you, if a man receiveth a wife in the new and everlasting covenant, and if she be with another man, and I have not appointed unto her by the holy anointing, she hath committed adultery (laughs) and shall be destroyed. And if she not be in the new and everlasting covenant, and she be with another man, she has committed adultery. (laughs) And if her husband be with another woman, and he was under a vow, he hath broken his vow and hath committed adultery. And if she hath not committed adultery, but is innocent and hath not broken her vow and she knoweth it, and I reveal it unto you, my, my servant Joseph, then shall you have power by the power of my holy priesthood to take her and give her unto him that hath not committed adultery, (laughs) but hath been faithful for he shall be made ruler over many. Um, yeah, no. and so, and I say unto you that whatsoever you seal, you, see, you seal on earth shall be sealed in heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. I mean, it just keeps going. Whatever you remit on earth shall be remitted. Whatever in that heaven. Means. And whosoever what, you, sins you retain on earth shall be retained in heaven. Yeah. I again. Whosoever you curse, <laughs> I curse. <laughs> Okay. It just keeps going on and on and on and on and on. He, he who dies with the most remittings wins. Yes. I think. And then here's an interesting part. Yeah. Um, verily, this is verse 51. Is this a verily or a verily, verily? This is a verily. Oh. But it's a verily I say unto you. Verily. <laughs> okay. Verily I say unto you, a commandment I give unto mine handmaid, Emma Smith. Emma. God calls her out by name, okay? <laughs> Your wife, whom I have given unto you, that she stay herself and partake not of that which I commanded, 
you to offer unto her, for I did it, saith the Lord, to prove you all, as I did Abraham, that I might require an offering at your hand by covenant and sacrifice. And let mine handmaid, Emma Smith, receive all those that have been given unto my Joseph Smith, unto my servant Joseph Smith, and who are virtuous and pure before me, and those who are not pure and have said they were pure shall be destroyed, saith the <laughs> Lord God. Okay. Wait, so so he, wait, wait a minute. So he's what? saying, this is, this is the line, let mine handmaid, Emma Smith, receive all those that have been given unto my servant Joseph. Meaning uh, all the women. All the women that, yeah. So this is God saying, Emma, come on, get on board. You know? Although, one interpretation of that, not the one that anyone took at that time, but one of the one interpretation is like, Emma, you know, you, you can screw these girls too if you want. <laughs> I don't think that was that just, was part of it. Emma, you can... Although res- it was never like... I'm just saying. It's not prohibited, apparently. It's I, talking about men and women. They're being married to each other. Hmm. I'm sorry. If you're married to somebody, you get to have sex with them. I don't think anybody interprets it that way. No, but I do now. In yeah. my, when I start my religion, that's mm-hmm. going to be one of the things. And verily I say unto thee, mm-hmm. uh, thy servant, my servant Daniel can watch while you uh, get it on with each other, if you want. Yeah. Yeah. 54. <laughs> And I command mine handmaid, Emma Smith, to abide and cleave unto my servant Joseph and to none else. But if she will not abide, this commandment shall be, okay, but if she will not abide this commandment, she shall be destroyed, saith the Lord. For I am the Lord thy God and will destroy her if she abide not my law. You don't get any, but if you don't support him in getting a lot, then fuck you, I'm going to kill you. But if she will not abide this commandment, then shall my servant Joseph do all things for her, even as he hath said. And I will bless him and multiply him and give unto him a hundredfold in this world of fathers and mothers, brothers and sisters, houses and lands, wives and children, and crowns of eternal lives in the eternal worlds. Um, Let me go down. Meaning, Emma, you'll be rich. Just let him do this and you'll be rich. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me get down to the, the one last thing. Um, okay. And again, it's pertaining to the law of the priesthood. If any man espouse a virgin and desire to espouse another and then first give her consent. And if he espouse the second, Oh, the first has to give her consent virgins and have vowed to no other man, then he is justified. He cannot commit adultery for they are given unto him for he cannot commit adultery with that, that belongeth unto him and to no one else. And if he have 10 virgins given unto him by this law, he cannot commit adultery <laughs> for they belong to him and they are given unto him. Therefore is he justified? It's in there. There it is mm-hmm. laid out in black and white. 10 virgins. You can have as many damn virgins as you want. As long as you're a guy. Yeah. And See, well, and the, why the first one has law, to consent because you have to wait. You have to like be a martyr and then wait till like, heaven to the afterlife to get your virgins well no mormons let islam, you islam, islam lets you have multiple wives well yeah that's true so they can do this but yeah, if they if, but if they, they want the 72 virgins they can just blow themselves yeah, up that's true the ugly ones really needed to blow themselves up the rest of them can uh can get them while they're here oh virgins get them while they're hot oh 
The socially awkward. Oh, yeah. Mm. You got to blow yourself up if you want a virgin. If, if you're ugly. <laughs> oh, what do you, how are you going to... You got no social skills, buddy. You're never going to get... Here, I, I got a way to get you 72. Oh. You'll have more than most of the sultans. Oh. I hope you feel good about that. That's nice. Yeah. Well, there you go. You so know, I it's, thought that was... Just, I, I don't know. I don't know if people enjoyed that or not. <laughs> Let us know. But but, um, but here's the thing. So this is what led to the Mormons starting their whole polygamy thing. Yes. They, and, the, and that continued for a good long while. Yeah. Uh, and, and here's the thing. Section 132 is still doctrinal. It's still scriptural. Right. It's still a part of the Doctrine and Covenants. They didn't divest themselves of that section. The, the, of their, They didn't redact any part of it. Right. They didn't do anything. Those, these are the words of God to Joseph Smith. Now, they did add unto... Which mm-hmm. is the, which is to say that Wilford Woodruff had a uh, who was a, who was a later president and prophet of the church. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. Did a manifesto, yeah, that said we're not doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. God told me, right. And and I kind of did misspeak at the beginning. I said the whole thing was written by Joseph Smith, but there were actually, I think, two sections. Um, One thirty six was um, uh, given to um, to Brigham Young. Mm. Um, one thirty-seven. Um, what, back to Joseph Smith, <laughs> <laughs> and I think one thirty-eight is the last one, and that's President Joseph F. Smith. Mm. Wow! So, and this was uh, in October nineteen eighteen. So, as recently as nineteen eighteen, that it's been added to. Yeah. So, is yeah. the is the manifesto in it? I don't think so. Um, manifesto was eighteen ninety. So, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think it was ever added to the uh, doctrine. No. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. It, the manifesto just says uh, it's basically a press release. Is really what it is. Yeah. But it. it yeah. It just says that uh, we're not doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal with the uh, with the not doing it anymore. They are still doing it, and I'm not talking about the ones who are like because if if you if if a Mormon if a mainstream Mormon now marries multiple wives. Mm. He gets excommunicated. And, well, if the church finds out about it. Right. Yes. But if a mainstream Mormon is married, if a Mormon man is married to a woman and she dies or they get a divorce, just a civil divorce, mm-hmm. and then he marries somebody else, by their theology, he's married to both in eternity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Women can't do that, but men no, can men still, can still men, do that. So they still have a theological polygamy. That mm-hmm. goes on complete. That that is completely part of their theology. Oh yeah, absolutely. It, it, unequivocally, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, which makes it all the more fun when uh, when guys like um, Mittens Romney says things like, uh, "Didn't he said he said some quote about I can't imagine anything worse than polygamy <laughs> or something." And right. It's just like, dude, well, you're still in it. Yeah, it's it's just uh, it's yeah. Yep. There was a really interesting article. <clears throat> Excuse me, by Joanna Brooks, oh, yeah. who's uh, who's who's sort of she was just on the Daily Show just the other day. Mm. She's mm-hmm. a she's a Mormon. She's but she's um, an, a reasonably honest Mormon, which is which is a, an interesting distinction because she's willing to talk about things openly that most Mormons aren't, and they're distinctly not willing to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as a matter of fact, this article in the Religion Dispatch is called "Does Mormonism Encourage LDS People to Lie." Mm. Mm. Uh, okay. And it's a pretty frank thing. She she says that it 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 doesn't that much, but 
she does comment that you know the polygamy thing is a tough it is a tough issue for Mormons because they don't want to talk about they don't want to like talk about the fact that yeah they still believe in polygamy mm-hmm. it's still part of their belief system mm. most Mormons now hate the idea mm-hmm. like hate it mm-hmm. but it's still there oh yeah it's absolutely there and they won't they won't talk about it and they'll mm-hmm. they'll lie they'll be like no we don't do it anymore. And she's saying, well, you know, we do it still. We mm-hmm. just don't do it like two at a time or more right. now. Right. But in the next life, totally doing it. It's oh, yeah. still oh. totally on the table. They're all planning for it. Yeah. And a lot of people think that that once they get to heaven, they're going to be assigned more wives. Oh, absolutely. Because more women will make it to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, no, maybe. But, um, but no, I know, I've heard my mom say things yeah. about about it oh have you and how she's just like I, I i don't know i mean i guess we'll just have to i mean we'll figure that out at the time right yeah and she's planning to decide in the afterlife right and these and <laughs> I mean, that's, exactly that's what she's planning yeah. doing. well the, what are it's you like, gonna do that's insanity yeah well and and imagine this you, let's just say that your mom gets divorced from your dad it's not going to happen, but let's just say that that's what happens. She doesn't right. like him anymore. He's been a dick to her or something. And right. let's not make it your parents, but somebody. It could be my parents. Uh, They're they, just old and it's not going to happen. Right. Two people start to really hate each other. They mm-hmm. get divorced, but he doesn't grant her a temple divorce, mm. which he would have to do. Like a temple divorce is hard to get. It's hard to convince the, the church leaders to, to divorce you eternally. Usually... My understanding is it's usually done once um, the the woman, the wife, has somebody new lined up. Yeah. That's exactly. usually about the time when it when it happens. Because otherwise, they don't want to leave you in this weird, like, spiritual limbo. Without a husband. Without a husband. What are you yeah. going to do? You don't have a husband. Yeah. How you are can't, you, you can't are do... you going to... Like, you, you can't would, have your You planet. would rather be married to that asshole over there. Right. And be in the celestial kingdom. Right. Then you don't not get in married. And, 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 and what? You don't, be a servant? You don't get the Come exaltation. On. Be an angel? You don't, Come on. You don't get the exaltation. Go be a goddess. It's go, amazing. Go make planets so, and yeah. have babies forever. So there, there are these women staring down the barrel of eternity with a guy they hate. <laughs> yeah. That's what they get. That's, <laughs> what, they, sick. that's yeah. what they get to think about. It's uh-huh. like eternity with that dick hole that they divorced. <laughs> <laughs> that they couldn't even make a marriage work even when with their bishop telling them, no, you need to make this work. Yeah. And, I mean, they couldn't figure out, you know, marriage here. Right. Well, they're going to be making planets. Yeah. That's it, eternity. It's eternity. They're going to be having billions of spiritual offspring. Ugh. The eternal cold shoulder. That's going to yeah. be a rough one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, at least it's like, I'm sure it's not like, I mean, the sex is probably different. <laughs> It better be spiritual. It's it's she's celestial got, sex. She's got him, and that's it. Yeah, but they, I'm they, guessing the sex rules are the they same. They have heaven. to have a lot of sex. They Billions. Have to, <laughs> they have to make all those spirit children. Yeah. Yeah. Where do they come from? They're not just like you know. I think they cook them. You, you big cauldron. A big old yeah. It's like a big Stirring giant children. celestial oven. Create spirits. Little uh. Little cupcake crit souls, <laughs> souls for the bodies that will come later, uh, yeah. so they can have their own war in heaven because that's the whole thing, right? Like, did, did anybody watch Battlestar Galactica? 
The whole whatever. The original one or the, well, the, even the most new one. recent one? Because it had the same line in it where yeah. the, what what happened before will happen again, whatever, that whole thing. <laughs> right. Well, dude was Mormon. Yeah, you right? took that straight out he of was, Mormon theology. Yeah, and so like the whole thing is you're going to go, you're going to create a planet, you're going to have, you're going to pick one of your kids, probably the firstborn, um, to go down and be a sacrifice for right. the rest so that you can satisfy these eternal mechanisms that have to happen. Yeah. Why in God's name and who set it up, who knows, but that's what Mormons believe. Yeah. Mormons. We're into space doctrine. What they call <laughs> space doctrine. They would disavow all of this. They would just be like, you're not supposed to be talking about this. But it's there. But it's all there. You can't, they can't disavow it completely. Nope. Because there it is. There it is. Go. Right there, folks. <laughs> <laughs> or. Battlestar Galactica. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the the, the miniseries. Yeah, anyways, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm geeking out, people. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyways, all right. Uh, well, Dan. Space. Was that the another? final Mormon frontier. <laughs> the final uh, doctrine. The final doctrine. <laughs> These are the voyages of the starship. Kolob. Kolob. <laughs> Of, 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 these are the voyages of the of the handcart Kolob. It's continuing mission to have spiritual babies <laughs> and make planets and and be boring to, to sacrifice their firstborns to give up new drinks and new civilizations <laughs> and to bore another <laughs> and to to boldly bore where no one has bored, bored before. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh. Find us at TGIA Atheist. TGIA Atheist. TGIA Atheist on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, and write to us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442. We'd love to hear from you. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Bye.